Hey there. George Chapel, how are you this fine evening? I'm doing just lovely. All right. Well, welcome, everybody, to George and Keith's Musings. Um, it is about popular culture and things we like. And uh, The we being, uh, my name is Keith Stone, and my partner's name is... George Chapel. And we were uh, college buddies back in... Uh, the early, early 80s at Central Michigan. Yep. And now we are professional podcasters, amazing insight into various uh, categories. Yep. And today we're going to talk about breakfast cereal. <laughs> uh, that might be a misnomer. It doesn't have to be cereal for a snack or for dinner. Is just as good as breakfast, in my opinion. I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, as I'm thinking, I'm thinking about cereal, and it's probably the one food in my life that I have probably been eating forever. I was eating cereal way back in elementary school, both before and after school, and I had cereal this morning. So it's like the one food that that has been a constant for as long as I can remember. Well. You are not alone. I have some statistics for you. Okay. Um, 49% of Americans start their day with cereal each day, which you might, you might think, wow, that's a lot. But that's only fourth in the world. The number one cereal consumer are the Irish. Wow, no kidding. So they must eat a lot of Lucky Charms over there or something like that. <laughs> That's, got, that's going to be number one on their list, no doubt. Absolutely. And so just to give you a number of what that 49% of Americans, the average American eats 101 pounds of cereal each year. Wow, that's like that's a third of a pound a day. Well, look at you, Johnny Math. Yep. <laughs> that is a lot, third of a pound a day. That is a lot of cereal, isn't it? That's a lot of cereal, yeah. And that so, is the average American, so... Um, some people eat way more than that. Some some people are eating 10 pounds of cereal a day. Right. <laughs> right. And then one last thing I can throw at you is that it is the third most popular item sold in grocery stores. Is that right? Yes. And, and the top two are? Milk, which goes <laughs> with cereal. Yeah. And then soda pop, which doesn't necessarily oh. go with cereal. Probably doesn't, but wow, yeah, so that, that's two of the top three are uh, crucial to our list today. Exactly. Now, in the first time of top ten lists, I only have nine on my list, George. I, wow. I, could, I couldn't come up with a number ten that I enjoy or ever enjoyed. I almost put Cookie Crisp on there just because for the outrageousness of it, but yeah. uh, but I didn't. So you're that, that's, like, to... that's like put, putting Niedermeyer on a list of the all time greatest villains. Exactly. I don't yeah. want to do that just for just for a <laughs> wow factor or anything like that. Okay. So you're gonna have to start with number ten because I okay. don't have one. Well, I've I've got number ten. I've also got about another ten honorable mentions. So I I, I have quite a. Uh... A full cereal list here. So I'll start off. Uh, my number 10 is something I've actually had uh, earlier this week until I finished the box. Uh, Frosted Mini Wheats. 
Um, it, this is a, this is a good cereal that really kind of crosses generations. It's, it's something that I think kids would like because it has that sugar frosted element to it. Uh, and it's also something that, you know, old farts like us would like because it's got that fiber content to it. Uh, and generally what I do with my frosted mini wheats, I, I, I chuck a bunch of raisins in there too. And, and so I make kind of like raisin frosted mini wheat. Uh, Way, that's a violation of the cereal so. rules, I think. <laughs> well, it, hey, it's fruit and cereal. That, that's the, uh, isn't, that was, that was, that was the big thing at the raisin brand commercials back in the seventies. Right. It's like people were putting like bananas in their cereal and running out and then complaining about it. But Raisin Bran was saying that, uh, no, we got, we got enough fruit in, in your cereal for you. Two scoops. Yeah. Okay. Two, but I got frosted many ways is my number 10. Now a big part of cereal as we'll get into is, is their mascots and things like that because cereal appeals to kids for the most part. So oh. we'll be talking about that. Doesn't it? But the frosted mini wheat today, I like that frog, that diggum frog, or am I thinking of somebody else? No, you're thinking about someone else that's going to be later on my list. So we'll, we'll definitely uh, talk about them. Okay. So we'll come up with my number nine, the basic, maybe the first, well, it wasn't the first cereal. I can tell you that. But let's go with good old cornflakes. Okay. Um, and cornflakes, you dress up cornflakes with like strawberries. Yeah and bananas and things like that. Anyways, that was invented by Dr. Kellogg in 1894. Um, probably a name you're familiar with, the Kellogg name. Especially and him. two big things about uh, cornflakes was that they were the first ever to put a prize in the box. Oh, nice. And that started in 1909. It was like a little flip book, I guess. Wow. Um, yeah. Cool. But my biggest memory of cornflakes was when I was a kid is they would have the 3D baseball cards. And oh, yeah. I would you know, they call like one would come in a box, but I always ordered the set. They always they always lured me in with that. And uh, I I still have, you know, probably 5 or 6 years of 3D baseball card sets. Yeah, that's very cool. Uh, actually, I, I uh, recently I got a bunch of uh, old cards uh, from my mom's house when she was moving a bunch of stuff out, and one of the, just one of the cards in there was a, a Mike Schmidt uh, 3D Kellogg's card. So that, you, you've got the whole set. I just got Mike Schmidt, but you know, great. Well, that's pretty good. Time. Yeah. Okay, number nine for George. Okay, number nine. Okay, you want to talk about mascots. This is one of the all-time greatest cereal mascots. Uh, it's still sold now. Uh, used to be sold year-round, and now it just comes out in October. So I'm looking pretty forward uh, in a month or so to getting myself another box of Count Chocula. Um, big big fan. I, I like the chocolate cereals, and as far as the monster cereals go, Count Chocula was, was definitely my favorite. Uh, you know, Frankenberry and Booberry, I don't know, I just couldn't quite do the strawberry or the, the blueberry uh, themed cereals, but Count Chocula is, is something I look forward to uh, every year. Uh, you know, uh, clearly the, the scariest uh, mascot out there because he's, he's a vampire, even though he's got, you know, uh, squared off teeth. <laughs> but uh... Yeah, I think Count Chocula was the first of the monster cereals to come out. 
I think um, Frankenberry came out the same month, but but not first. It was first Count Chocolate. Yeah. Uh, then the other ones, you know, they also had like Yummy Mummy and Fruit Brute. Those are a couple also that came out, but they, they haven't been around in a while. I never heard of Yummy Mummy. I'll be darned. What did it taste like? Like like gauze or something? <laughs> yeah, it was fruit. It was fruity gauze. It was just oh. it, yeah. It's uh, actually fruit brute and yummy mummy. Where it was the same cereal. It's just they called it fruit brute first, and it was a werewolf. And then they, I don't know, maybe they thought the werewolf was scaring the kids too much, so you know they they, they came out with a, a fruity mummy. I'll be darned. Yeah. Okay. So now you're gonna notice the the uh, sugar content on my list gets higher as we go up. <laughs> so. Number eight is, again, a sugarless cereal, and it's Cheerios, good old Cheerios. Um, I like those, and they came out in 1941, and they were originally called Cheerio Oats. Oh, but okay. Quake, Quaker Oats took them to court and complained about that. So in 1945, the name was changed to Cheerios. Oh, that's, and, that's much more marketable anyways. Exactly, since they're O's, right? Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, a huge portion of sales of Cheerios goes to young mothers and their infants because almost every you know kid, their first um, soft food is Cheerios. You know, every, everybody throws Cheerios on a kid's tray on their... Uh, yeah. You know, and that and they everybody breaks in with Cheerios. And they could, yeah, it's, it's perfect size. They can pick them up and just shove them in their mouth because you know kids love to shove things in their mouths and and no uh, choking. It's all yeah. perfect. Yep, uh, Cheerios is, is on my honorable mention list, and and I really didn't start eating Cheerios until college. And I we we've talked about him before, but uh, Dale Lasher, he of the all purpose sound effect was kind of the the guy that that got me into eating Cheerios because he would he would talk about putting sugar on them and he'd always like to get the sugar globules at the that that formed at the bottom of the cereal bowl after eating a bowl of Cheerios. Oh. So to this day Cheerios is the only cereal that I actually put sugar on and it's it's mostly because I want I want those Dale Lasher sugar globules at the bottom of the bowl. Okay, well since you kind of brought it up, let's get it out right in the open. Uh, do you drink the milk or do you discard the milk uh, when you're done with cereal? Oh, I, I drink the milk. Without Absolutely. Milk. Absolutely yeah. you drink the milk. And if anybody out there doesn't drink the milk, then they, I, you're banned. You can't <laughs> listen to our podcast anymore. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah. You know, well, that's just it. You know, the cereal, it gives the milk that flavor, especially like, you know, like Count Chocula. You get all that chocolate milk at the end, you got to drink it. Absolutely. That's ridiculous. <laughs> okay. Did you do your number eight yet? Uh, I, have, I have not. My, num- my number eight is, uh, is a discontinued cereal, but it was big back in the, in the 70s. And it's, uh, it's a cereal that kind of had a, a, a rival cereal along with it. And this one is Quisp. You might remember Quisp. Uh, it was a cereal that had a little alien, uh, uh, alien mascot. And he was like this uh, alien that came to Earth in a flying saucer and brought Quisp cereal, which were shaped like little saucers. 
and his uh, his big rival was Quake, and Quake was a uh, this guy that worked down down in the mine, and I don't remember why they were such such rivals, but I do remember in the seventies there was a big mail-in vote campaign as to like you had to vote for. There was some, they had some battle going on, and you had to vote for which one you wanted to win. So I, I voted, I remember voting for Quist. So Quist is uh, out, he nudges out Quake on my list. And there is no more Quist cereal, is that what you're telling me? Uh, I, have, I have not seen Quist in quite some time. Okay. I remember that guy, I remember that one. Um, yeah, absolutely. There were so many commercials when we were growing up. It was, uh, I think every other commercial was was cereal. Oh, certainly, especially after school, right? Because that's when kids are sitting down eating their cereal. So you got to bombard them with more cereal commercials while we're watching cartoons. There you go. Oh, okay, and, number and, seven. Go on. You know, you go ahead. Oh no, I was just I was just talking about yeah, it was the talking about all the the commercials. There was like after school and then Saturday morning during Saturday morning cartoons or, you know, just basically anytime kids were eating cereal, you'd get just pounded with all the cereal commercials. Yeah, it was big. They weren't yeah. talking about like rice-a-roni or SpaghettiOs. It was cereal, man. Definitely. Okay, the last of my non-sugared cereals coming in at number seven are Rice Krispies. Now, not only for the fact that I... I mean, I admit the cereal is very airy. There's not much to it, but I I enjoy a good bowl of Rice Krispies once in a while, and you can make them into Rice Krispie treats, yep. which I'm not sure is a legal consideration for our list, but I put it on there anyways. Well, I mean, everyone loves Rice Krispie treats. Uh, they even went so far as to make a Rice Krispie treat cereal. So the so Kellogg's even even took the took that step for you. Right. Um, Rice, rice Krispies, Rice Krispies is one of the great uh, cereals to add fruits to because yeah, like you said, it's a little airy, but it, it it works really good with you know bananas or blueberries or something. Yep, and Rice Krispies were invented in well, it came to market in 1928. And here's something that's going to blow your mind, George. All Did right. Did you know you you're familiar with Snap, Crackle, and Pop? I sure am. Did you know there was a fourth brother? Named Pow. <laughs> no. He was introduced in 1950, and he only lasted two commercials. Now, I don't know what that cycle meant as far as years or months, but he was only in two commercials, and he was supposed to be like for the power of the grain that's in Rice Krispies or something. Wow. I, I know. They must have thought he was a little too violent, but. Maybe. Well, plus, plus I've never heard my Rice Krispies have never said pow ever. Yeah, yeah they, sna- they definitely snap, crackle, and pop. Yeah, I've, I've never heard a yeah. pow out of them. I know, but there you go. It, it happened. It's a true story. Okay. Um, all right. Well, my number seven, you, you talked about the frog named Diggum, and this is where he shows up on my list. Uh, and I'm going with, with Sugar Smacks. And I'm calling them Sugar Smacks because that's what they were called when, when we were kids. Uh, but then sugar kind of became a bad word to use in cereal. So they ultimately changed the name to Honey Smacks, uh, I think in like the 80s. And then they probably got in trouble because they're actually, I'm sure there wasn't any honey in it because it made it sound healthier when calling it Honey Smacks, even though they didn't put any honey in it. So then they just ended up calling them Smacks. 
which again it's 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 a little has a little bit of that violence down to it like snap crackle pop and pow uh but anyway sugar yeah. smacks and all the various different types of smacks uh it's a wheat based cereal with uh you know some kind of sugar glazing on it uh and and a good a good cartoon mascot with the the Diggum frog. I don't really know what the frog has to do with uh, with Sugar Smacks, but he's he's pretty pretty notable notable uh, uh, mascot for him. So I got I got Sugar Smacks, Honey Smacks, and Smacks all at number seven. So they're really called Smacks now. You know I I haven't have actually haven't gotten any in in a while. I know they were just I know. For a long time, though, they were just called Smacks, which, is, huh. yeah, it's 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 it has, has a bit of a violent sound to it, but yeah, like hash, yeah. hashtag Me Too, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Huh. Um, I never had I never had any form of Smacks or Sugar Smacks. I think I had my little my little um, circle of cereal, and I didn't go out of it, which is perhaps why I could only come up with. Nine, okay. but um, number six in the cereal department is fairly new to the scene. Came out in 1979, but it is the best-selling cereal in America, and I'm talking about Honey Nut Cheerios. Okay, yeah, and you know they have that they have that B, and he did not have a name until 2000. They had a contest, and his name is Buzz B. <laughs> okay, uh, you know I, that was that was a real popular cereal uh, with with my kids when they were in the house. Uh, I think John ate lots of uh, uh, Honey Nut Cheerios. I it's just one that I never really got into. I think for the most part, Cheerios. I just like to put sugar on the Cheerios to get the little globules, but. Uh, well, you're in a huge minority, then I'm telling you. Yeah. And I and I do love Honey Nut Cheerios. Um, obviously, it's my sixth favorite, but but like you know, now you know, if I want to pretend I'm going to be healthy, I'll eat a Honey Nut Cheerio. <laughs> okay. Good one. Yep. All right. Well, my number six, A is for Apple, and J is for Jacks. Cinnamon Toast the Apple Jacks. Everyone, that's that's another one of those commercials that came out in the '70s. Everyone, you know, and or certainly any of us who were watching those after-school cartoons, we all know that that little jingle. A is for mm-hmm. A is for Jacks. Uh, I got Apple Jacks number six. Uh, turns out, I think it's it's a uh, it's one of the couple few fruit-based cereals I've got. Uh, Apple is an, an interesting choice, I think, for for cereals. Um, but I, I just always kind of I, I liked them. The uh, I don't know if they're I don't can't even think if they had a, a cartoon mascot, but uh, I always always liked just the, the cinnamon and apple flavor to them. They do not have a mascot. This will be up further up on my list, and they never had a mascot. Can you believe that, Applejack? Yeah, I'm unbelievable. Okay, number five um, does have a mascot. Good old Toucan Sam, and I'm going with Fruit Loops. Love Fruit Loops. Now, Fruit Loops have many different colors, and I have to break it to you, George. Every color 
is the same flavor. <laughs> there, there are no flavors. And Kellogg's officially calls the flavor fruit, F-R-O-O-T. With two O's. Okay. Uh, yep. Yeah, I, that, that's going to be higher on my list, so I'll, we'll, we can talk about that in a little bit. But, yeah, Fruit Loops is a, is a, is a great one. I just remember it from, from college. It was always a big, big day whenever uh, you'd go down to breakfast and they'd have the, the, <laughs> the Loops bin there. Yep, very good. Okay, well, then we won't talk about that anymore. We'll go to your number five. Uh, my number five, uh, we, we touched on briefly. We talked about this is what all those people in uh, Ireland must be eating for breakfast. Uh, it's Lucky Charms. Another one of the, the greatest uh, cereal mascots of all time. I, I think it wasn't the leprechaun. His, his name was Lucky, I think. And I don't know, but it was a, he had a great catchphrase, yes. They're always after me, Lucky Charms, which actually was, was so ubiquitous. That it actually made a uh, an appearance in I think what was one of your uh, top comedy movies, uh, uh, Austin Powers, right? The, yep, yep. Like the one little uh, Irishy leprechauny guy who had his his charms, and he he said people were always after his lucky charms, and he didn't understand why everybody laughed at him when he said that. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, Lucky Charms, it's a great combination of like an oat-based cereal with the marshmallows. Everyone, everyone loves marshmallows. Uh, as a matter of fact, we even had a, I had a Lucky Charms moment this past weekend. I was out to breakfast with uh, my two uh, grandsons and, and, and um, my kids. They, they brought a little, little bag of Lucky Charms for them. So, of course, what do they do? They put, you put the Lucky Charms in front of them on the tray and they eat all the marshmallows. So... Absolutely. Yep. So yeah. Now love Lucky Charms. Um, I do not like Lucky Charms. I um don't want marshmallows in my cereal. I thought the uh, the actual um, malt part of the cereal was too hard, and I might be the only person in the world, but I have no use for Lucky Charms. Wow. Well, they're they're not letting you in Ireland then. They're the Beatles of my cereal list. <laughs> you, you, you understand them, you get them, you just don't care for them. Right, exactly. All right. Okay. Okay, now number four, this is my only one that is not available anymore. And I like this cereal more for the characters that represented it than the cereal. It's called Freakies. And this cereal was only available from 1972 to 1976. I mean, that was right in our wheelhouse yep. for cereal eating. And they had a great theme song, but they had there were seven characters, and I won't go into all of them. But like the leader was named Boss Moss, yeah. and they yeah. they lived in a they lived in a tree. That was part of their song. You know, we are the freakies. We are the freakies. This is the freakies tree. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> But but you could buy everything. You could buy plastic figures of them. Yeah. You could buy magnets of them. They had these little cars that you would like blow up a balloon and then attach it to the car, and that would propel the car. Yeah. And George, I spent all my like you know fifty cent allowance per week. I saved it all up on all those freaky things. Yeah. You know that was. 
with that. Okay. And the entire set of the um, of the figurines is like three hundred dollars now. Wow, I know, I know, I've, I've seen the little little guys, uh, you know, on on the eBay and 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 all that stuff. I remember. I don't know that I ever had a bowl of freakies. I don't know that I was ever able to, to talk my mom into getting one. Uh, but I know it was it was tremendously popular in elementary school. All the all the cool kids, you know, they'd always come to school with their freakies. Yeah. And, uh, it was it was a great it was great marketing. And who you know whoever came up with that cereal, I'm just I'm really surprised that it it didn't last beyond that that four year period. Well, okay, that's part of the problem. It was a weird. I don't. I didn't write it down, but it was a big four cereal companies, and it was their first cereal rollout. So that's right. probably part of the problem, is that they didn't really, they couldn't compete with the big boys. But oh, um, big cereal shut them down. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it was. Yeah. It was all the marketing. This. This. There was nothing special about the cereal. It was like a. I don't know, like a, a honey, definitely not fruit. It was like a honey sugary thing. And yeah. the milk didn't taste especially good, but it was the characters for me. That was it. Yep. Good one. Thank you. Okay, what are we on? Um, this is four? Yep. Number four, and I got another uh, another great, great cartoon character. Uh, uh, and, and my number four is Frosted Flakes. With Tony the Tiger, and you know another, just another phrase that everyone knows. And Tony the Tiger would tell you about Frosted Flakes is they're great, uh, and they are, and they're really good. You know, it's I think if you like cornflakes, and it's just like cornflakes with a nice uh, frosty coating on them. Uh, it's it's one that I always liked when I was a kid. Continue to like them to this day. Uh, it takes fruit really well. It's good with like bananas. Um, but then you know it's then you got you got the great Tony the Tony the Tiger, which if you're a, a baseball fan in Michigan, despite you know how awful the, the our Detroit Tigers are these days, anytime they get someone like like Tony, like Tony Phillips, or uh, or Tony Clark or any guy you know, like you know a Tony, you could always call him Tony the Tiger. That's an automatic tie-in. Yep. Um, Frosted Flakes is higher on my list. And I have all kinds of uh, trivia for you on that one. Okay. So we'll wait on that. But I, I love Frosted Flakes. I love Frosted Flakes. Yeah. Um, okay. So my number three is another good mascot. He was born the same year we were, 1963. Yeah. I'm talking about Captain Crunch. Okay. Oh, uh, now Captain Crunch had a unique it has a unique flavor to it i don't i don't know of any other cereal that tastes like that and i'm not sure that i can even describe it it's not definitely not fruity yeah. um Although i don't know crunch- what i would call it but it's so good now do you like do you prefer it with the crunch berries or just the, the captain himself no i'm a purist george okay <laughs> none, none of, none of okay. those those crunch berries oh, oh, no. berries yeah okay uh, now, okay. Uh, do you know what uh, Captain Crunch's full name is? Uh, it's not Jonas Grumby. No, no, it's not. It is Horatio Magellan Crunch. Really? Okay. 
The, the, the uh, internet is a wonderful thing. It sure is. Uh, you know, Captain Crunch. It. Uh, they're they're kind of like the Beatles for me. I said I I I get it. I I understand it. It's it's Captain Crunch is just not one of. It, it just never really. Hit it. Wow. Um, I know, but in in the Chapel household, it's still uh, highly popular. It, it's certainly one of Gretchen's favorite uh, cereals. So we'll we'll generally have some Captain Crunch in the house, but it's, it's just, yeah, it's not, I don't know, I think it, it like got stuck in my teeth or something. Maybe that's what it was. Well, I can't tell you, the, the cereal itself is getting smaller. The, okay. the nuggets of Crunch are getting smaller, <laughs> which is upsetting me. But, um, okay, so that's Lucky Charms versus Captain Crunch. We'll, we'll battle that one until our death, I guess. I, I guess so. Uh, okay, you're number three. My number three uh, is another one of those cereals that started out with sugar in its name, and then they, they took it out. Uh, back in the 70s, it was called Sugar Pop. And then uh, later, uh, back during the 80s, when they tried to make it sound healthier, they, they changed them to Corn Pop. Uh, but corn pops is just, it's a corn based cereal with a, with a sugar coating. Uh, another, another one that I've always really liked. I think I like the way the, uh, it's one of those cereals that actually kind of floats on top of the milk. Um, cause you know, all the, it's, cause it's basically you're eating like popcorn type cereal, but, uh, and I don't, I don't even, I haven't even, don't know if I've seen them in the, the store lately. So I, I should have to give, give that a look and see if I can get them, but I've always liked them. I think it's one of those ones that would show up in the, uh, in the, the dining hall at, at in college from time to time and, and sugar pops. That was always a big day when those would show up too. Well, I promise you fans, we do not go over these lists at a time. And I'm amazed at how varying our list is. I mean, there's only so many cereal. Well, yeah. there's a lot of cereal, but there's only so many cereals you can pick. And I can say that I have never had that cereal and it's what? never interested me. I, I know, wow. I know. So I, I they, they must have needed, guess, well, what they didn't have, they didn't have a good cartoon mascot. Maybe if they had a better cartoon mascot, they might have enticed you. I watched a lot of TV, George. That was a big influence on me. You know? Yeah, yeah. So it's just very strange. Um, okay. Oh, well, let's talk about this real quick before we go to my number two. Another cereal dilemma. Do you like your cereal soggy, or do you try and eat it? before the milk gets to it what's or do you uh, kind of what do you do on, depends on the cereal i prefer it to be more on the crunchy side uh there's some cereals that that don't hold up well like like a life cereal it's not on my list but it you know i, I do i like life cereal but it's it's a cereal kind of cereal that definitely has to be on the drier stage because when it gets when it gets mushy it gets really mushy so uh I would, I would say, I, okay. I, in general, I prefer the uh, the, the fresher. Uh, okay, so here we go again. I take great care when I pour the milk that milk touches as many pieces of the cereal as possible, and then the spoon pushes all the cereal under the milk. I like it, and then I like it to be definitely. I don't want a dry piece of cereal. I could just eat that right out of the box. I like um, a milk-touched piece of okay. cereal. Okay. 
and that so I have to add something right here because this is I was talking about this with a with a guy the other day when we were talking I don't know what brought it up, but there was a friend of mine from junior high school. His name was Jeff Power, and I remember going over to Jeff's house one day. I spent the night at his house and had breakfast with his with his family the next day. And Jeff and his and and his brother and sister, the way they would eat cereal is they would pour a bowl of dry cereal. And then they'd pour a glass of milk, and they'd take a spoonful of dry cereal and a sip of milk and eat their cereal that way. So it would always stay crunchy. And that, that, was, that was going a little too far for me. Well, you got to hand them for ingenious. I've, oh, yeah. I've never heard of that. Um, it, was, it was definitely innovative, and I, and I don't take that away from them. But, it, yeah, I couldn't quite go that far. I had to... I, I like, had to but was the, there a specific cereal that you saw them do this with, or uh, multiple types of cereal? Well, I only I think I only spent the night with them that one time, and I don't remember what the cereal was. But uh, well, I'm sure once you told your dad that story, he forbade you from going back over there. I think so. I think so. Are these cereal heathens? We can't. Uh, we can't. Uh, have- it would seem like something would fall out of your mouth. Either cereal or milk would fall out. It'd be quite yeah. a talent. Yeah, I think it was. You know, they, they they had a lifetime of getting used to it. But I think it was it was a a spoonful of dry cereal, then a sip of milk, and then crunch, 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 and then on on they'd go. Huh? huh. You must have just sat there like, where am I when you saw that for the first time? Yeah. I woke up in kind of Lulu land. Yeah. yeah. Okay. On to my number two, and we talked about it. Earlier, it is Frosted Flakes. Okay. Um, Frosted Flakes came out in 1952, and Tony the Tiger was not its sole mascot. Uh, early on, it would share box like every other box with Katie the Kangaroo, <laughs> okay. but but Katie didn't hang on, and Tony Tony won the battle. Well, well and uh- Basically, the tiger just ate the kangaroo. Yeah, the dingo ate your baby. I don't know. <laughs> but um, now, Tony the Tiger was voiced for 50 years by the same guy, the world famous Thurl Ravenscroft. Ravenscroft. Yeah. You knew that. I, so, I you know, so you know what else he did. He, did, he was the Grinch. Or he did That's the, he did right. The, he did the song for the Grinch. Yeah. Well, look at you go. <laughs> well, I, I thought I had that excellent, George. Well done. I'm you not just knew that. I'm talking to. No, you knew that just from the back of your head, huh? Yep. Thurl Ravenscroft. <laughs> well done. Yep. Great, great voice. Just that great deep, deep voice, and perfect for the for the voice of a tiger. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, That's probably I, why, because. He could I could have done Katie. I need to note at this point that that uh, Gretchen just poked her head in and want to indicate that she knew it as well. Excellent. But, three so. points for Gretchen. <laughs> Get three points, honey. Okay. <laughs> All okay, right. number two. No, number two uh, is kind of a, a take on, on one that you had earlier, your Rice Krispies, but I'm I'm going with Cocoa Krispies here. Uh, it's my second chocolate-based cereal on the on the list. I've always loved Cocoa Krispies. Another another big one. 
uh, when uh, Barnard Hall would have the Cocoa Krispies out there. Uh, they make for an exceptional uh, Cocoa Crispy uh, marshmallow treat. Um, and, I, you know, I don't, I, I, I don't remember. I know that now Cocoa Krispies, they, they've got Snap, Crackle, and Pop. That uh, that are the mascots for that, but it, I I can't remember. But I don't think that it was always them in the seventies. But I don't remember who was who the mascot was for Coco. It was Pow Pow. <laughs> they they kicked Pow out of the family, and then he he started taking over the, the Coco side. The Coco yeah, took it over. Yeah, uh, huh. could be. But I, I, uh, Coco Krispies love them. So I'm looking at my list, and I am anti. Chocolate cereal. I don't have any chocolate-based cereal. I have no uh, desire to eat Cocoa uh, Krispies. So, I don't know, George. (laughs) We're going to have to have a big old cupboard for our cereal if we ever uh, have to move in together. Yeah, if we become roommates again. Yep. Okay, so but here we go. Drum roll. Number one, we've already mentioned it, and it is Apple Jack's. I love me some Apple Jacks. Um, they were invented by an MIT professor in wow. 1965. And he originally called them, well, they were originally called Apple O's. And Kellogg changed the name in 1971. I think Kellogg always owned them, but they just changed the name. Okay. And as, as we said earlier, they never had a mascot which is super uh, unusual. But um, Apple Jacks by, well, I like Frosted Flakes too, but Apple Jacks, if I could only have one cereal on a deserted island, that's the one I'm going to have. Oh, it, well, as you know, they were, they were my number six. And uh, yeah, they're, they're a favorite of mine as well. Uh, I don't remember them being called Apple O's. And it, and it, was, it was 1971 when they made the switch, huh? Yeah, I I remember them always as Apple Jacks, but it it was you have to admit that was a it was a great little jingle they had for uh for the cereal. So even though they didn't cinnamon have... toast the Apple Jacks, yeah, they told you everything you needed to know. Yeah, uh, and that's maybe that's why they didn't need a cartoon uh mascot because they already had that. Very good. Uh, okay, George, I can't wait to see what you got for number one. Something I I must hate. Uh no, because I think I think you we already talked about it some. I said they were going to be higher on my list, and as a matter of fact, they're number one. And it's Fruit Loops, Loops. Oh uh, yeah, uh, Fruit Loops. I mean, you know, let's face it. Fruit Loops and Apple Jacks are basically the same cereal. They're made the same way. They're just you know with different flavoring. Uh, and I you know I don't know if I'm going to believe you or not, but I I do think that each of the different colors they're they're all have different flavors in my head. So uh, no, but. I Fruit Loops. Uh, I remember back in the seventies, there were only like there were all, like three colors. I think it was red and and yellow, and I don't know. I don't know what the other was, and green or something like that. And then they started adding a whole bunch of colors. So you know, they started adding you know purple. So we had yeah grape in there and orange and I don't know. But, blue. They had blue there for a while. Yeah, what and whatever flavor blue is. So, uh, but. But Loops, I, I love the fact that they spelled fruit with two O's, so you know they could they could kind of get around, you know, the fact that there is no fruit in it, and they could say, no, no, it's not it's not fruit, F R U I T, it's F R O O T, Loops. Exactly. Uh, it's this word that we that we made up. 
But loops was was that was a big deal uh, again. Every morning in, in Barnard Hall, it was it was a reason to wake up is to go get yourself a bowl of loop. Yeah, but now you're but like me, like, your love for cereal was born, you know, like when you were in elementary school, right? I mean, that's when you solidified your cereal love, right? Oh, for sure, definitely. Yeah, every kid. No so, talk in front of the peanut gallery back then. <laughs> but uh, all right. Yeah, no, so, so yeah, it was just, that was the automatic after-school uh, snack. Okay, so everybody's head is exploded by all the trivia we threw out there and <laughs> our some of our differences, but uh, I still consider you a friend, so <laughs> well, no problem there. All right. Okay, so that was Serial. Uh, listen to it on whatever you're <laughs> listening to it now. Um <laughs> Uh, you could get it through the Apple podcast and you can get it directly at anchor slash anchor dot uh, something <laughs> slash 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 TK musings. I'm sure. Oh, it's anchor dot FM slash GK musings. That's what it is. Gotcha. So, so right. I am helpful. I'll get All work. right, buddy. Uh, until next time. We bid everybody adieu, and uh, it is Labor Day, and so enjoy your three-day weekend, everybody. All right. Thanks, ma'am. All right. Bye. Bye.